Lake Show Digest we're reporting after the Lakers got a satisfying win over the Boston Celtics in LA, 102-117. This might have been our most well-played game of the year, to be honest, in terms of start to finish, in terms of just minute one to minute 48. We had a really strong second half against the Kings about a week ago, but it was preceded by a really bad first half. This first half was more fine-tuned, although it came with its own frustrations, particularly Anthony Davis and the Robert Williams matchup. He was getting dunked on. He was getting blocked. And there's been a lot of times where Anthony Davis just gets shown up by role players like Williams and other big men, you know, that come across um, his way. But things changed for the better in the second half. Russell Westbrook led us on a really strong run of the third quarter. And he was also playing some really active defense on Tatum tonight. Um, AD got out of the rut he was in. LeBron continued to look really good offensively. Um, when he's been on the floor, he's been able to get in these really good offensive rhythms, which I think is, um, you know, he's been injured, but that's indicative of his ability to still maintain a good offensive rhythm. And that's always great to see. But it's always great to beat the Celtics, especially after we embarrass ourselves in the garden a couple weeks back. But this went about how it should have. You know, we get this win 102 to 117. The Celtics didn't have Jalen Brown. They only had Jason Tatum and some guys who just aren't that experienced. You know, this isn't the playoff threat Celtics that they once were. Um, so a team of our talent level should be beating the Celtics by this much. And it's really satisfying to see, not just because it was the Celtics, but almost every game we haven't played up to our potential. And a lot of factors have played into that injuries, um, bad continuity, a coach whose philosophy doesn't match up with a player's strengths or a lot of the player's strengths. Seeing it all come together felt great. Um, anyway, today I got Martin with me. We haven't done an episode in a minute, man. How you doing today? Glad you could come on. Yeah, man. It's been, it's been a while. Uh, thanks for having me. And it's all I could say, man, is yeah, it's, uh, the Lakers winning is, is nice. It's cool, but it's, it's just so much more beating the Celtics, man. Uh, we, we, when they play the Celtics, it's only twice a year. Well, unless they're you know, obviously meeting the finals, but those two games, man, um, they got to win those. So I'm glad they got a, a, a really big W tonight against Boston, man. I know. How is your, um, we haven't talked in a while, man. How has your Laker, you know, experience been this year? You've been watching the games or like what's been going on? I've been very in and out, man. Um, I don't think you're and, alone there. <laughs> so let me just preface it by saying like, it's been so frustrating and like, like it, I think people would know from just like podcast, like the times we've talked, like, this is what we love, man. We love the Lakers. Like this is uh, if you're talking about this team and you know interacting on social media, you love this team. That's why, honestly, I haven't watched It's because the Lakers are so much to me. And because like, it's so frustrating. And sometimes it like, it literally like will affect me like my day and like my, like, like my mood, like whether this team's successful or not, which is a problem, honestly, like with sports, if you're a sports fan, you're insane. Um, so like, like just in general, you, you've got to be a little bit crazy. Um, so honestly, I've been really in and out because I'm like, no, I'm not, I'm not going to watch uh, the Lakers blow a 24 point lead to the, Oklahoma city thunder, um, or whatever it was. I don't know how much uh, it was definitely like 20. Um, and then losing triple overtime to Sacramento Kings. I got a lot of problems with this team, like philosophy, philosophically, um, and just 
how it's constructed, but they beat the Celtics tonight. Uh, and we saw some good things. We saw some highlights um, right before me and you hopped onto this. We saw some things we liked, some things we didn't like. Um, it's still obviously, you know, we're, I'm in it for the, um, you know, it's, it's the Lakers. Like I will, I bleed. We don't have a choice. We're, we're yeah. I, I don't, I don't have a choice. I yeah. don't know what, whether um, fr- from since like my earliest memories of watching the Lakers, like when I was six years old, like I'm, I'm in this, I bleed purple and gold. However, this season, I will be honest. I've been a little bit in and out of uh, uh, watching um, the games, honestly. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, like you said yourself, we were watching some highlights earlier. This might have been one of the games to bring you back in because they, the first half wasn't perfect. We saw Anthony Davis just get shit on by Robert Williams. <laughs> he should be 2020 AD, you know, championship winning AD is not letting that shit happen. He's been a lot more active. And that could be for a number of reasons. You know, people are theorizing because of the extra muscle mass he put on. Right. Maybe he's not as, you know, maybe he's not as nimble. Maybe it's messing up his jump shot. Maybe that's playing a part. Mm-hmm. I think that's all totally valid, but I don't think I don't think you're wrong in distancing yourself from the team a little bit. Um, because sometimes I'll watch them put up these really shitty efforts and just be like, why did I just waste my time, you know, for two and a half, three hours just watching right. them not give a shit? Um, but this was one of the really good games where I I'm like, thank God that I sat down and you know made time to watch them, especially because it was against the Celtics. Right. I got the box score pulled up right here. Um one thing you pointed out was Robert Williams had some big plays, but he was actually minus 20. So that's kind of, yeah, that was definitely something I saw, but man, the Mm -hmm. three plays that he did have, uh, (laughs) that's all, that's (laughs) the only thing. That's the only thing that's going to be on, you know, bleacher report basketball tomorrow. And I mean, honestly, as they should, they were crazy highlight plays. Um, But one thing that stood out to me, like um, was just, first of all, Boston's not very good. That stood out to me. Jason Tatum is fucking amazing. It was all Tatum. Look at him. 34 points. The rest of these people don't crack 15. No. And he did it on 22 shots. Um, Having said that, look at LeBron. Um, 30 Mm -hmm. points on 19 shots. Like, like that, that's just amazing that he's this, this many years in the league and he did it. um, And he was again, our best player. And like you said, AD, uh, definitely, it, it's weird, man. Like, like he he's with 17, but hey, he, he only 16 boards. That's pretty right. Big. 16 boards. That's really, that's great. Um, I'll and take he has, 17 and 16, man. He doesn't yeah. have to go for 25 and like seven rebounds. Like I'll, exactly. I'll take a much more harder played game. Right. Uh, sometimes that's what it takes. And he has, for all the flack, like, and deserved criticism, of AD, but he has been maybe our most consistent player this year. Now, some of that's LeBron out with that COVID game, that weird testing, then he got suspended or actually he got suspended before the COVID. Um, and like AD has been like, he's been really good this year, but like, I think you made up some really good points about, um, I don't know. It's just different. Like when we traded for him, he still was, I mean, to me, he looked big, but like maybe he did put on too much muscle um, and it's messing up his his jump shot and his like fluidity. And um, I don't know, but I know tonight he had 17 and 16 and that's that's great, um, despite yeah. 
getting banged on by Williams a, a couple of times. Uh, mm-hmm. 17 and 16, like that's okay if everybody else pitches in and looks like, as you could see, like um, two a lot balls, of other guys. Two fields too. Yeah, I, I like the stat line from AD. I'm getting pumped over here. Like, damn, we got like a very well-rounded thing. It, it showed that he, you know, actually hustled harder in the second half. Right. And thank God he did because we were in for a depressing night if he didn't, man. Russell Westbrook, though, plus 11, 24 points, 11 assists, you know, more good stuff from him. Uh, Malik Monk, he's just, you know, putting up a good, like, double-digit scoring night again off the bench. Good to see that. Um, let's see, Mello, nine points. Yeah, I mean, Staples, Mello, and, you know, the crazy shit we were seeing in the beginning of the year. That one <laughs> right. keep up forever. Um, so not really surprised by that or anything. Um, it was really all Tatum for the Celtics, man. Look at that. Yeah, 34. Um, next highest guy is only 13, and it was Williams. Uh, of those 13, six were banging on Anthony Davis. Mm-hmm. Um, like literally like highlight, highlight reel, uh, put back dunks or lobs like on AD's head, which is pretty crazy, but yeah, it was all him. Um, they don't have a threat without Jalen Brown, um, right now, Marcus smart two for seven, uh, yikes in 33 minutes. Um, Grant Williams, he gave nothing off the bench, uh, he, he so, hurt him a bit, minus 21. Yeah, Grant he, Williams. He might, have been, he might have been actively hurting him. <laughs> Grant <laughs> Williams was a double agent. Um, yeah, uh, Boston's not – they didn't look like, like you said, the title. That is crazy what, what happens in sports. Like, they trade for Kyrie Irving. Um, and then that, that year – That seems so long ago. It feels like like 50 years ago that they traded for Kyrie Irving. Um and they signed Gordon Hayward. So they had Kyrie Irving and Al Horford and Jalen Brown and Gordon Hayward. And you were like, shit, this is the most talented team in the East. But then Hayward has this terrible leg injury. Kyrie uh, was not good in the playoffs. And then Hayward leaves, Kyrie leaves. Uh, and now they have Tatum and Brown. Are they going to trade one of them? Maybe. Yeah, shit happens fast, man. Life life comes at you fast. I know it does. This seems like that was so long ago, man. It feels like forever ago. Uh, looking at these team stats, I mean, yeah, we didn't shoot that good from three. We out-rebounded the shit out of them. Look at that, 51 to 34. We're such a bad rebounding team this year that just seeing AD get 16 boards and seeing us crush them like that on the rebounds, that's probably... We should. Yeah, they, didn't, they don't have... Uh, they're not... When you look at that roster... Yeah, but you know, Schroeder, mm-hmm. Smart, Grant Williams, and Tate. Like, no, you need to out rebound them by 15 or whatever, you know. Yeah. So um, yeah, that's good to see. We're plus 24 and points in the paint. I I really like the shots our stars were taking. You know, I was looking at the shot chart here too. Um, let's see. Yeah, I was looking at here's Russ. So he takes some things from the right wing and you know, not really getting them, but he's just attacking the hoop, man. And he's also setting people up in the paint too, you know. Yeah. When we were watching these highlights to catch up, a lot of our really good plays were like Russ penetrates, you know, and then he dishes it to LeBron or dishes it to Howard, who's also in the paint. Right. And they get a really good, you know, just like assist off of that, you know, um, get a layup or whatever. Um, we were doing a lot of our profiting in terms of offense in the paint. I really like seeing that. And hopefully that's going to be 
that's going to be a way that we're going to be a dominant team. Should it come to that? Cause that's been something I've been wondering since the first game. I think we talked about it after you came on after the first episode. We definitely talked about our, our offense and our offense in the paint because of just mm-hmm. like Anthony Davis, LeBron James and Westbrook. Uh, that was definitely, that was something we talked about a lot actually. Yeah. And maybe last, you know, maybe in, in our championship one year, it was a lot of just, a one guy getting into the paint and then just scoring on his own. But with a guy like Westbrook, maybe it's just getting two guys into the paint, you know, making some, creating some good actions off of that and then trying to just generate good points like that. Right. Um, if that makes any sense. That was one of my favorite things to see about this game, man. I'm glad we got the win against the Celtics. I'm glad that, um, glad that we were able to pull it off, man. <laughs> I'm just happy. Yeah. That I'm, I'm, I'm so I'm yeah. so happy that um, we beat the Celtics. Shoot, that's why. Like, um, I'm so glad you um, um, let me come on and um, talk with you tonight because it's like it, it's just, it really. I don't even care that it's December seventh, man. Um, beating the Celtics, like, like I I hate Boston. Okay, <laughs> I fucking hate Boston sports. Um, and as a Lakers fan, it, it means everything beating the um beating the 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 celtics yeah i just want my biggest thing i just wanted to see them put together two good halves and it's kind of bad that we're 20 something games in the season now and that we just want to see them look really good for two good halves right but (laughs) that's where we are with the guys and it's been injuries and it's been the coaching staff not really doing us any favors but I know you've had a lot of thoughts on the team, man. I want to give you the podium if you want to sound off on anything right now and take it however you want, man. Take whatever direction you want. Shit, man. Did they really beat us by 22 the first game of the year? The Warriors? No, the the, the Celtics. Oh, I'm the just, Celtics. I'm, you mean our first matchup? Yeah. yeah. It was bad. We were oh down by God. like 30 that whole game. Bro, what? We flipped that shit on them. I mean, um, we were up by twenty at one point, and we. I'm hit. just. I, I was just looking at that, and I was like, "Damn, we did lose by twenty-two. Um, mm-hmm. That sucks." But yeah, man. Um, so, t- to me, and I, I think I may might have said it like um, early, like really early on about like, f- like philosophically and like structurally, like how it's built. Like to me. Uh, the Lakers, they won, and it is so hard. it is so valid. Their their bubble championship, um, that bubble championship is is stamped, man. Like every player that went to Orlando knew what they signed up for. Every everybody in there knew what what they signed up for, and everybody talks about how hard it was, and maybe even it was even harder because you couldn't you know leave your uh, obviously your that facility and whatnot, but. I just think that this year when I'm like watching the Lakers and like so many mistakes were made, bro. Um, and it just like pisses me off because like, it's, it's things that are, I guess the word I'm saying is like preventable or um, like, th- like the Lakers didn't take initiative and in, like doing things like, so um, Lionel Hollins and Jason Kidd left, right? the Lakers bench as assistant coaches kid took the head coaching job. Um, Hollins left as the assistant and then they replaced those two with Mike Penberthy and uh, David Fisdale. I mean, who the fuck is Mike Penber- Penberthy? 
You know, he was our shooting coach and he wasn't even good at that. And David Fisdale stunk when he was with the Knicks. The Knicks were like the most atrocious team in the league and their offense sucked. And it's like, what? I'm not that smart, man. I'm not. But I know that Frank Vogel's strength is defense and his weakness is offense. So let's give him a really David Fisdale and Mike Penberthy. And, um, you know, the Lakers not re-signing Alex Caruso. Some people might say I sound like a broken record or something, but like, I think it's pretty obvious that Alex Caruso wanted to be back on this team. Um, and he could have been if the Lakers were like, you know what, we're just going to have to pay a little bit more into luxury tax. And I look at the Lakers roster and you, you, maybe you'll agree with me or disagree with me. I think we have three guys borderline that I don't know are should be in the NBA. Should Rajon Rondo and DeAndre Jordan and Avery Bradley be on an NBA roster right now? I don't know because the Warriors cut Avery Bradley. Uh, maybe that was for a reason. <laughs> and Steve Nash couldn't play DeAndre Jordan when he was on the Nets. And we saw what happened this year with the Lakers. He sucks, okay? That has nothing to do with DeAndre Jordan's career. Uh, he had won a gold medal. And when he was with the Clippers, he was amazing. But father time comes. He stinks. And um, <laughs> Avery Bradley, maybe he got cut for a reason. Maybe if the Lakers didn't call him right away, maybe no one else would have asked him. So I have issues with the coaching staff and the general manager, Rob Palinka. He's not exempt. Um, LeBron and AD, I think they pushed so hard for the Russell Westbrook trade and time will tell. Maybe I'm wrong and maybe that was the right decision, but maybe like improving your role players was just better because in the bubble, I feel like the formula was Anthony Davis is superstar one, LeBron is superstar two. Well, actually it was vice versa. LeBron one and AD two and all really good role players that bought in. And um, Frank Vogel, I, I don't, you are not exempt from, uh, you've been, some of your lineups this year have been fucking insane, bro. Um, starting DeAndre Jordan for as long as you did. You start Jordan with Bradley. I mean, oh my God, like, are we not watching the same things, bro? You can't, DeAndre Jordan is borderline not playable in this league. Like, it's that bad, Mateo. Um, DeAndre is the most indefensible out of all the guys. Indefensible, he's, he's bro. He's had like I, one or two good quarters in like quarters, quarters, like, yeah, and like six that, quarters of play. You know, bro, indefensible. Like straight up. Like when I got that alert on my phone, I was like, no, there's no way. There's no way they actually just signed DeAndre Jordan. And Rondo is glued to the bench as he should be. Rondo is not. I think Rondo after last year, he wasn't that great with the Clippers. Um, I think, I'm, I think like, I'm okay with Rondo as a Jared Dudley type. Although I know you weren't really down with the Jared Dud Dudley types. No, this isn't a charity, bro. I'm not down with Jared. <laughs> Dudley. I'm so glad Dudley's gone. I sound, I sound like a, like, like a get off my lawn right now. Um, I was so over Dudley last year. Like just, uh, okay. Here's the thing. Dudley in the bubble. I'm actually was cool with that when they first signed Dudley. I was actually cool with that. I thought his veteran presence, like, and he actually played in a couple of games that year. The second time they brought him back, I was like, okay, this is a little getting a little dangerous territory. Um, anyway, 
those are my problems uh, with the team this year. I sound like so, so miserable, but um, I think mistakes were made from the owner. Uh, you know, it, it starts with everybody. I think a lot of people on Twitter and like, because today Charles Barkley just like blamed everything that's wrong about the Lakers on Anthony Davis. And it's like, no, it's not one person. It's everything. The GM made mistakes. I think our two best players have to be better. And I think our coach and his staff have to be better. You need to. So I know I talked a lot, man, uh, just now. Uh, so I, go ahead and tell me what you think of, of what I just a lot, said. A lot of the stuff boils down to what you said. Time will tell about a lot of it. Time will tell, too. But, but if it does go wrong, I can see all those reasons being why. Yeah, I think some of the most indefensible things are signing DeAndre Jordan and then continuing to play DeAndre Jordan. Continuing um, to play him, right. And just not getting a, a good offensive-minded coach. Because right. I don't know, I don't know what David Fisdale knows in terms of offense. I'm not even sure if he is the designated offensive guy. Um, but there was a clear need to get that. And even in our championship year, we we didn't have a well-oiled machine in terms of our offense. It was really just you know LeBron penetrate, kick it out, and then AD post ups. LeBron post ups. It was pretty simple. Um, you know, it was we're- very very simple. Like we can. Like at the end of the day, in that bubble run, like LeBron and AD were just unbelievable, right? <laughs> like mm-hmm. they were so good. Um, I didn't mean to cut you off. Go on though. No, I kind of lost my train of thought. Um, I think, I think Carlisle is supposed to be on the hot seat now. You know, I would love for him to just show up. Although I don't know if it's oh, customary for someone to pick up an offensive-minded coach, assistant coach. I can't recall an assistant coach being picked up in the middle of the season. Can you? Yeah, that that's a good point. Uh, I don't know. Um, when Terry Stotts got fired, that was someone that was name was th- Stotts and Carlisle were the two guys. Stotts, I was like really hopeful for. Um, also, Alvin. The Lakers Gentry. like hiring head coaches. Sorry to cut you off, but they like having a bunch of head coaches on on a dance. Yeah, side. obviously, right? Yeah, um, yeah. Stotts, Carlisle. Gentry, there were some other names. I just, yeah, I, Hollins, kid, Hollins. Um, I just thought, um, you know, we, we, it's not the sexy thing. It's not hiring an offensive assistant, right? That's not going to make Sports Center like so. In team X hires a new offensive assistant, or you know, but I don't know, man. We're the Lakers, like, we can't do better than Mike Penberthy and. You know, well, we are the Lakers, it, but we—I think one of our things is loyalty. And Pemberthy was a guy that came up within the system, right? So he I'm was not, I'm not really for a long time. Loyalty hire yeah. like that. Um, he was definitely a guy that was—he was—he's been with the Lakers for almost 20 years. Um, I feel like in the organization. Um, but yeah, I thought like that was miss like know your strengths and weaknesses. Yeah, Frank Vogel—he—he he knows he knows defense. I think he knows, but. Obviously, he could have used an offensive coordinator, maybe. Um, and yeah, signing DeAndre Jordan to me was indefensible. Uh, and then, like you said, you brought up a great point, actually, though. So I'd have to steal what you said. And then continuing to play him, like you can be pissed off as a coach. You're like, damn, like you really that that was your move. You sign him, but you continued to play him, Frank. Like for what? Now he's thank God he's not getting run but why did you give him run for those eight to 12 games that was crazy why did you keep giving him minutes when clearly 
he was killing us on both ends of the floor, man. I was that was crazy. This, this year, I've been surprised at how much too big lineups that we played, and we're yeah. still bad at rebounding. And just because our guys don't box out, they aren't focused. It's right. a hustle thing, man. It's rebounding. Just get the fucking rebound box them out. Yeah, we saw we saw that um, in the highlights. Uh, there was one that Tatum got his own. Tatum and it was like three, three guys because no one boxes them out. Three guys. Um, yeah, if you're going to play two bigs, there is no way the Lakers should be getting out-rebounded. They've been getting out-rebounded way too much. That's how they've lost mm-hmm. these games to like the Sacramento Kings. That one was like brutal um and then of course the they lost. That third overtime hit i thought we were fucked just because like we're too old we ain't we're not gonna play <laughs> they're hard too old time everyone's <laughs> <to run now. laughs> they're 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 so they're tired gassed, by, and they were gassed so gassed and i mean lebron that night i think played 50 minutes something crazy but yeah they gotta be gotta be tired uh yeah you can't be out rebounded with two bigs man but no mm-hmm. way yeah something with this team is i've still waiting for a moment or you know maybe just a, a, a stretch of games or a week where i'm like that's a team that can win the championship and we all knew this was going to take time i've kind of been talking about it on the last few pods but i'm still i'm still not convinced we're a contender yet because no thing i it's good to see westbrook hitting his stride a little bit but i think he's kind of been bad at adapting to situations and that's what the playoffs is all about it's a damn chess match um, when a team gets to see you over and over again, and then it's just a game of counters and then counters of those counters, Russ right. has been bad at that. You know, he likes to play a certain way, and that's why he it can kind of seem like he's throwing, banging his head against a wall because he just he tries shit, and if it doesn't work, he'll he'll try it again with more force next time, and then maybe he'll try it again with more force, and that's what contributes to the frustration with Russ. Man, um, it's a game suited for entertainment for sure. I don't know if it's suited to winning the playoffs, but now he's third on a team with a guy like LeBron. So that's still something that is a question to, you know, take take consideration. I I think just like really quickly, because what you said was like, I I, I agree because like watching Westbrook when he's not on your team is such a blast, man. Like when he was with the Thunder and – then the Rockets and then the Wizards. I was like all for it. I was like, <laughs> but when he's on your favorite team, like it can be a little maddening. Um, like you said, it's about adapting. Um, oh, this team is now going man to man. Okay, well, we need to adapt and go this way. Oh, they're actually running this two, three zone. Uh, well, we have to do that. But like you said, I think Russ is like, no, I'm going to get my two points this way. And if it doesn't work, try one. I'm going to do it with more force, mm-hmm. uh, more. And it's like, yo, sometimes, like you said, it's about just adjusting uh, in the playoffs, especially. That's my biggest concern about this team is because. And Le- but LeBron knows how to do that shit. If, if something he's, doesn't work. He's maybe the best ever. He's you probably know, the him. best ever at it, which is why maybe having a guy like LeBron in control in the playoffs with a guy like Westbrook. It's, all, it's just all about using him right. And I don't know the clear right. path to using him right. Um, nights like this make me feel like, oh, there is something we can build up. You know, I still don't know if it's something that's going to win an NBA title. Because to win an NBA title, you just need goddamn consistency. And we haven't seen this consistency, right. most of all, on defense. But really offense, too. We're just a shitty fucking team some nights. But nights like this change my mind for sure. Yeah, I'm definitely – uh, I, I ditto and ditto. Like, <laughs> I mean, you can't, 
I mean, the losses to the Thunder were indefensible, right? Um, but they beat the Celtics tonight, and they looked good, like really good at times, right? Like um, Russ looked good getting to the paint and AD with 16 rebounds. That's that's great, you know. LeBron had third points and he took 19 shots. Uh, and LeBron was making some up and unders and like you know being just typical himself. Like they they kind of sucked you in. Like like okay, but then how the fuck did you lose to the Thunder, man? Um, and then they lost it, again to the Thunder, <laughs> bro. They just lost by 10,000 you know, to the Grizzlies, like <laughs> they literally had the worst loss in NBA history. Like they, without exaggeration, took the biggest L in history. No, the biggest L, right? You're talking this about is historically accurate. This is historically, this is not like me uh, trying to sell a story. No, they took the biggest L in the history of the it's game. It's in the record books. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they lost by 70 something. So I'm like, oh my god, we lost that team. Hey, I don't think they had Josh Giddy though. We were getting cooked by. They didn't have Giddy. Giddy. It wasn't the same team, bro. They didn't have Giddy. The Australian uh, uh, phenom that is Josh Giddy. Um, But yeah, like nights like tonight, you get a little bit excited. Is is you You get hope. You start thinking that it's human. It's human nature. You know, you see Malik Monk with this windmill dunk on the break, and you're like, damn. Like, and you see Russ making good reads and not being so like out of control and you're like, okay, um, it sucks you in a little bit, but they have to be consistent. Yeah. Just going back to what I was mentioning earlier at waiting for a stretch to, to be like, Oh, this team can win a championship. I just pulled the schedule. Let, we're going to look at it. Let's see if we can find oh boy. a stretch. Cause where... it's about to be a lot of road games, right? I feel like oh. we're going on the road. Oh yeah, we are. Okay. So we got the Grizzlies. And we got the hated Thunder. So if we beat the Thunder, that's how I know we're a championship team. <laughs> yeah. This – oh, shit. Okay, we got Bulls, then Suns, leading up to Christmas. Shit, man. Right before Christmas. Okay. This is a pretty – this is kind of a tough one. And then we still up, have the – um. we haven't done the Grammys road trip, right? That's the, usually uh, in February, yeah. These two the games, Grammys one? These two games are going to be measuring sticks, dude. Um. So yeah, it looks like we're gonna be on the road in shit. So we played the Bulls at at our home at uh at Staples. So we're gonna be in Chicago for that one, and then we're gonna host the Suns. And they host in between. Okay, these are gonna be our next measuring stick game. So we're gonna we're gonna find out if we're gonna be if we're making any progress there. Christmas Day, that's always a big game. Lakers can play kind of shitty on Christmas Day. Um Harden's been playing, hasn't he? Yeah, they they should be uh except for obviously anti-vax uh, Kyrie, but um, yeah. regardless, top game. Be it's still, game. it's still, I mean, Durant tonight was uh, amazing again. So, yeah, I mean, the Nets are tough, yeah, mm-hmm. obviously. I, yeah, I remember just in our chip year, it was when we beat the Bucks and Clippers that I think it was pretty clear, oh, we are a good enough fucking team to do this shit. Bro, I didn't, like, I still don't know if I appreciated that team as much as I should have like that team, what you said was, was uh, true. Uh, it was the bucks and the Clippers back to back. I remember it was the bucks on a Friday and then the Clippers on Sunday. And we beat those, we won those games. And I was like, okay, like we are, I think we are going to win the championship. Like this was when the Milwaukee was one seed and Giannis was going nuts. And this is mm-hmm. when the Clippers were 
maybe two seed and they, we were on the road. Now it's LA. Um, but it was like an early Sunday game. I remember it was like, mm-hmm. man, I remember that so clearly because like the next day COVID happened. So like, I'll never forget like those that games. Was, yeah. That was the next day. Um, well, no, we, we played the Nets the following week. And then I think later at the end of the week, COVID was really starting to heat up and then shit got No, no, down. no, that's, that's, that's not true, bro. Bro, we beat the Clippers and I, I think a, we, we lost to the Nets and then COVID, that was our last game. I could have swore we beat the Bucks, then we beat the Clippers and then literally 48 hours later, like, a silver shut. Um, he had to pause the the season. I will be very, I, I'm, bro. My memory on this, I really, I'm gonna be surprised. You say we lost to the Nets and then we shut down. Mm-hmm. Now, now I have to know. I have to know. <laughs> Let's see. I'm going through the memory banks here. This might have. Wait, bro. Hmm. Look at all these wins. Like, oh my no, this, god. This must be the wrong year. Hmm. Oh, I'm looking at the <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is Lakers, last year. Lakers schedule. Wait, okay. But we had a lot. Okay. Look at these du- wait, wait, hold on. Is yeah, this... look at the running streaks we used to go. Look on. at we the winning streak. Fucking... Okay, step one of, of, of officially being back. We need a good like fucking I know. Look they said at that, man. I, I didn't appreciate this enough, bro. Like this team was a we buzz didn't, bro. Up. We had a special team. They were 17 and 3, 22 and 3, 23 and 3 at one point. They went out there and they just gave a fuck, except when okay. they got up 30. That's when they stopped giving. That's up. when they stopped. That's when yeah. we started to, to mess around. Okay. Well, we can you smash sc- teams in the beginning? I remember. Can you scroll down to March? Yeah. I'm okay. Gonna be, so I'm going to be really surprised if we lost. Um... You're right, bro. Okay. I st- <laughs> yeah. Told you. See, <laughs> you your memory's better. Papers. We lost to Brooklyn. I remember because that was the one where AD had a chance to take a game winner and he didn't make it. And then, yeah, July 30th, this is the regular season You're right. up to the bubble. Yeah. So we had one more game. I didn't even care about mm-hmm. that Brooklyn game. It was the Bucks and the Clippers. I know. I, I didn't care either. I didn't even care. I, I was like, like, no one could talk shit. No, no I was like, after happen. those games, yeah, I, that's how much I didn't care. I don't remember it happening. Bro, I was I was happy for a goddamn week after we beat the Bucks and the Clippers. So, after the Bucks and Clippers, good. I was like, "Yo, fast forward to the finals." Like, <laughs> yeah, like fast forward. Like, this is all right. I seen what I need to see, and I remember it so much. I literally don't even remember that Nets game happening. I think uh, Go Bear gave everyone in the uh, country COVID, and then uh, the <laughs> rest is patient zero. Yep. <laughs> Look at this team, bro. Oh my god, this is nuts. They Nasty. were kicking 40. ass. This is the 40-20 game. Uh AD, he made 40, I think he had boards. like 20 free throws that night. Look at look at AD's stat lines. Bro, Holy this is shit. this is what we need. We need to go on like some winning streaks like this. This was like a 10-game fucking winning streak here. S- special team. Look at four that. Four game losing. This is when shit was bad. Remember that? That was that was rough. That four games. That that was, that was a lot freaking... of slander going. There's a lot of Because we lost to the, the Clippers on Christmas. Pat Bev knocked it out of LeBron's hands. And I was like, shit, are we really not gonna beat the Clippers again? We're gonna lose it all. <laughs> Now we need to go on some strong, um, some strong winning streaks like that, and we just need to get some statement wins over big teams. A team that I would, you know, count as a, a big fucking team. Shit, man. Honestly, Phoenix. 
Phoenix and Golden State, those are going to be the two measuring stick games. March yeah, 5th, I, I've been trying. March my 5th, heart, Warriors. March, March 13th, Suns. It's around this time, like March, early March, when you want to start finalizing your playoff form. And then at the end right now, you're kind of resting dudes. Like these games, you might be resting dudes. Oh, we're going to have a Warriors game late in the um, year, though, because they're in our conference. That's so – like I'm trying to wrap my head around that. We're done with the Celtics this year. That's I think that's kind of whack on the schedule. It uh, is weird because usually makers. we play them the first time on Martin Luther King Day. MLK. And we usually and play an MLK. We play some big game, and then we play Jim, our second game in like February. This is like this is kind of lame. It's not even Christmas, and we're done with the the Celtics. Um, yeah, I don't. I'm not a fan of that. Um, yeah, it kind of has to do with uh, like traveling or something. I think they wanted to. Keep I it. think it's hopefully it's for the right reasons. It's to avoid yeah. like teams. Uh, yeah, like you said, tra- travel concerns. Yeah, but in winter, we obviously have some big statement games coming up. We'll be playing the Bucks again. That'll be oh, – we're going to be at home for that one. So, it looks we're looking at the schedule here. It looks like if the Lakers at bottom, it's home. But, see, that's home. my thing with this team is, like, you are 100% right. But how do you feel about this Thursday? Like, I don't feel great. Uh, like, there are the statements against the Grizzlies. I don't I, feel great. The first time that we played the Grizzlies, you know, the Grizzlies have been kind of shitty historically, you know, because of, they've been a lottery team. And then, you know, they got jaw jaws kind of hitting a stride now, man. They're not an easy Bro, team anymore. That's what I'm saying. Like, like you, this you're is a playoff team. You're you, right. You like that, that swing right there where you have uh, the Lakers, I mean the, uh, the bulls game and then the sun's game, like that's true. But this, this Thursday, I'm measuring stick right here. Like yeah. I'm like, bulls and okay, Suns. Sunday, December 19th, and then Tuesday, December 21st. We're either going to be really happy or really fucking pissed. Damn it, bro. Place. All right, they got to get their shit. I, you brought, I'm so glad that you hit me like that. I, I'm back I'm, I'm back into the swing of things. So. We, got, we got you back in, bro. Hell yeah. <laughs> you, you got me back in. <laughs> okay, yeah. This, so this stretch coming up, Sunday, December 19th against the Bulls. Tuesday, December 21st, Suns. December 25th against the Nets. This is we're gonna find out if this little momentum we're drumming up is for real. Fuck, it was it was real bummer that we couldn't pull it off against the Clippers, but LeBron really didn't I'm... look like himself, man. I don't know if you caught highlights of that. I saw um, the highlights. Yeah, I don't know if it was like what he was on. It was the suspension or what. Uh, he definitely didn't look like himself. He couldn't um, practice while he was under right. um, under quarantine or whatever kind of limitations he was under. So he was out of game shape. You know, if he doesn't train for two or three days, that'll kind of fuck you up. Um, yeah, he was just moving really gingerly around the court, I mm. thought. He was, you know, taking okay. jumpers mostly. Definitely didn't look like himself. Real bummer we couldn't get that win against the Clippers, but we have some opportunities to look good. Mavericks and Lakers, that always ends up being a good game. Luca always just brings his A game against LeBron. Yeah, Luca will. Did you, by the way, just like a little sidebar, you saw that. Like Luca, and I've seen it from when his rookie year, but like he says that he plays him way in his way into shape. Did you read that about that today or see that no, today? But I think I've, I think I've always heard that as a sentiment about Luca. That's how um, Shaq used to be. Right. <laughs> so that's what, like why I'm bringing it up because like the report was that like Luca came into camp at like 260, 260 pounds, right? And now, true, 
you know, this is a large, this guy's six foot eight, like pushing six, nine. So 260 on him looks different, but I don't know. I just thought it was like crazy. Yeah, I, I wonder what's his normal playing. What's his playing? What, what's weight? his ideal plan? Um, 40? Because if, if as, it's 260 that he came in, so he sounds like he ate some. Because you said it, like, I remember as a Lakers fan, when Shaq got that first ring, uh, that was at 2001. He came in like 3:30, and I was like, "Holy shit, man! Like Shaq is so big." He but then I think big. he was so big, but he was like, "I got my ring." Um, yeah. So I think about Luca at six foot eight at 260. Like, goddamn, like that. It's uh, a pretty big dude. <laughs> um, yeah, but kind of jumping away from the Lakers a bit. But have you seen how Zion's looked in some of these pictures, man? He's looking kind of big. Bro, that's okay. We could we could talk. We are we're world versed, man. We can talk about yeah. it, bro. Zion is a donut away from like three twenty, bro. <laughs> like, and I love the kid, man. I love him um, too. I thought I think he's got a really great attitude and shit. But I don't know if it's like his foot's fucked up and he can't properly train. If he's just yeah. not making the right decisions about food and training, it's probably both. I, I will, yeah. I will say it can't be the easiest thing to be have a million dollars like in your bank and then and then the greatest in, food in the world live in the new orleans man like we're not talking about the best food in in louisiana or even america we're talking about some of the, the best food in the in the world um, on the planet yeah and on you the have planet roots there too don't you i have family that lives in new orleans man yeah um i have, have a i've it's been a while since i've been to new orleans but i have my um I have cousins and aunts and uh, a family that lives in New Orleans. So yeah, it can't be that easy if you're like if 21 and you check your bank and yeah, you got five M's like living. But yeah, Zion, you got to get together, bro, because um, <laughs> we 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 miss you uh, uh, hooping out here, man. Zion uh, last year with he was like he was ridiculous, man. Um, so he he's got to get pushing his, everyone around. He was just was moving people, like, bro. He's like six, 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 eight, but he's just pushing people out of the fucking just way. Pushing centers, like seven foot centers, like out of the way. So Zion hope, hopefully he's, he could come back. I hope he gets it man. together, man. Cause like, yeah, yeah. I miss seeing him play like that. Um, but man, I think that's going to do it all for me now. We've probably been running like 30 minutes or so. Um, you got any final thoughts before we dip? My final thought is um, I have to get back more into the swing of things, man, for the Lakers specifically, but they put me in this position. Um, they've, they've done, they drove me to it. They drove me to this position and it's because it's not a competition like ooh, the fandom or whatnot, but like, I'm telling you, like, it's because I'm so invested into this team's success. Like it'll like literally mess with me. Um, but time will tell. I think you said that earlier. I think it's so true. I, I'm, I'm excited to see what time is going to bring with this team. Um, I have to watch more consist. I have to watch more Laker games consistently so I can like actually give a, you know, so I could form an opinion uh, better of what, what I think is going to happen. You know what I'm saying? I guess that would be my final thought. Hell yeah, man. Great to have you back on. Uh, hopefully we'll be seeing you back on soon. Thanks for having me, bro. Mm -hmm. Take it easy.